Wow. This was an absolute amazing show. I just got off the podcast, uh, done recording with Stephen Casey Tackett. They are a wealth of knowledge. They're so much fun. I can't believe this is the first time they've been on the podcast. They're one of our laser coaches. They're in our seven-figure altitude program, but they have doubled their profit margin over the last year. And we're talking about doing business in 2021. What is the market like? And this is the kind of final episode that we have of this. And we're talking about how to make more money on the sale. They share a ton of tips. I've got a half page of notes right here, just ready to implement all of this stuff. And I know that I'll make probably another hundred or $200,000 if I do just a couple of these things that we're not doing. And uh, I'm thankful to, to have this podcast, be able to run this podcast and learn from them. So stick around and you are going to be blown away by what they share. They've also agreed to go deeper and speak at our seven figure flipping accelerator, which is coming up in just a couple weeks. If you haven't signed up, you got to make sure you sign up. You can stick around to the end to find out how I'll see you guys there. My name is Bill Allen, and I'm the leader of a group of elite house flippers and wholesalers called seven figure flipping. We don't brag or show off our success, but instead let integrity and stewardship be our guide. We are dedicated to helping people unlock the freedom they desperately need. If you ask other real estate investors, they will say to keep your secrets quiet. But we believe in abundance, not scarcity. And that's why we are the elite. We are Seven Figure Flipping, and this podcast is our playbook. What's up, everybody? I know that I've been gone for a while, and I want to say thank you to Mike Simmons for the last three episodes and Terry Berger, who stepped in. We've had a lot going on between James's heart surgery and uh, summertime. We've been on vacation, doing a lot of cool stuff with me and the family. I just got back from the beach. Um, before that, I was at summer camp with my son, Will, for Cub Scouts for the first time. And then before that, we were at Multifamily Live, and I got to have breakfast with our guests today. So it was really a great time uh, being there. And we were talking about some stuff at breakfast. And I said, man, this is a, this is a great podcast. I've seen what they've been doing the past you know, couple of years and how they've kind of changed their business a little bit. And um, I kind of went out to our group and said, hey, does anybody have some really good information on this topic? And they were uh, top of the list for sure. So what we're talking about today, we're in our series, as you guys know, of kind of the cost of doing business in 2021. What is it like right now? The marketplace, everything, and how to, how to win on the buy we talked about. And now it's how to win on the sale. So how do we maximize our profit in a market like right now? So uh, if you take some of the tips they're going to share today and you put them in motion, uh, I have no doubt that you're going to increase uh, the net profit on the bottom line. And that's what it's all about in our business, right? So more, more net profit, more opportunity to give, more opportunity to bring other people on and help support their family and, uh, and their future and things like that. And obviously better for us. We can do all the stuff that I just did, like go on vacation and spend three days at scout camp with your son and, and do all kinds of cool stuff. So without further ado, I want to bring uh, onto the podcast. I, I didn't realize this is our first time on the podcast or one of our laser coaches in seven figure runway. They're absolutely amazing. I, I've, they've been in the program for like almost three, maybe over three years now. It's, it's absolutely crazy. So I can't believe we waited this long to get you guys on, but I want to welcome to the podcast, Stephen Casey Tackett. How are you guys doing? Thank you. Great. How are you, Bill? And happy to be I'm doing good. I'm doing good. And I've been watching everything that you guys are doing. Steve, I watched every single one of your 500K challenge videos. They were absolutely hilarious. I loved them. It was probably one of the most creative challenge videos that I've seen out there. I watched them all ever since. It's been it's been a year now. So July uh, 2020 was when uh, I created it. And you're still taking the cake for, I think, the best uh, 30 days of videos. So um, hopefully, I don't know, maybe I can convince you on this show to revamp it and do it again. So um, tell us a little bit about you guys before we get started. Who are you? Kind of what, what's your background and, and what do you guys have going on? Okay. Uh, well, we are 
uh, in the seven figure uh, flipping altitude group. And uh, we got there because Casey, uh, a number of years ago, had this uh, idea that if you really wanted to do well and retire well and build wealth, that it needed to be in real estate. And she taught me how to get a real estate license uh, six or seven years ago uh, to be able to represent us when we were looking to buy a house. And then she started listening to some podcasts and reading some books. And in 2017, we bought a, uh, a three-bedroom, two-bath house and turned it in an office building. And we rented it back to ourselves in another business that we have. And that sort of piqued my interest a little bit. And then uh, Casey started doing a little bit more, a little bit more. In 2018, she said, I think we need to get into real estate investing. And it's like, okay, well, what do we need to do? Because I had really no idea about anything. And as we were doing stuff, we kind of, uh, she listened to uh, a podcast that somebody that was in the seven-figure group uh, was a part of, and they mentioned Flip Hacking Live. And she said, we need to find out about this. So I said, okay, fine. And I kept putting it off, putting it off. This is like the summer and I think in September, she uh, said, you know, we really need, if we're going to do something, we need to find out about it. So uh, I called and emailed and somebody said, you need to talk to Bill Allen. And I said, okay. So I called you up and I said, uh, I've got a thousand dollars to spend. Do I need to spend it on investing in my business or come to Flick Hap, Flick Hap, Flip Hacking Live? Because you... Uh, uh, were kind of selling me on that. And so I had some other people and you talked us into it. And I think we had spoken about three weeks before the event. We, you know, threw some stuff in a bag and got some flights and made a reservation. We came to Flip Hacking Live and were absolutely thrilled with what we saw and uh, asked to be a part of the group. And for whatever reason, we were accepted and the rest is kind of history uh, we have been learning how to do this business and being a part ever since. And the, just being a part of this group has, um, has been unbelievable. It's, Accelerated it's, the yeah, growth of it, our business. It, we had another business. We took it to a million dollars and it took us like 15 years. This business, we've been able to do that in three years. So let me, I think it's important for people to hear you, you had, so you had another business that was running. So you kind of understood the ins and outs of the business. So I think that's yep. important for them to know that it wasn't just, you know, a, we left our full-time job and we started building our own business. So you had done that already. So you had a lot of that, that background. I think when we had our conversation, where do you fit in six figure flipping or seven figure flipping at the time, it would be equivalent to runway and altitude now for those that are listening. Um, you guys were like, I will not go into the, the runway program, right? I want to be in the altitude program, but you guys had a background in business, hiring, training, uh, bringing on leading people, those kind of things. It was the real estate side that, that you needed, but you hadn't done a lot of real estate business uh, before 2018 at Flip Backing Live. Is that right? I just want to make sure that that's true. Well, Bill, that's not only correct. The one deal we done was basically like Steve said, getting a, a building, uh, renovating it for ourselves, for our offices to, to rent back to our court reporting business. Um, and it was a nightmare of a it was a nightmare of a project. I mean, we, we failed in just about every way you could fail, except we did eventually move in. But I mean, it's, it's sort of funny now. It wasn't very funny at the time, but the person we had hired, it turned out much later was a hairdresser. 
and was doing project management on the side and had a team that was qualified, but the team had taken off to Puerto Rico after a hurricane uh, to do work there. And so she pieced together this band of merry men who would come in and work on the building. And it was just, it was a fiasco. So we really should have been completely turned off at that point, but we did eventually get through it <laughs> um, and saw the increase in value and that intrigued us all the more. So that's why, you know, I really felt like we needed to explore this area. Although our first taste of one small project was abysmal. Right. After Flip Hacking Live, we spent an extra day in San Diego. And the night after the last day of the event, we registered our company because we didn't even have a company. All we, we just flown out there to find out what was going on, what this was all about, and did we want to be a part of it. And we came up with the name of our company. We registered it with the Secretary of State. And we came back to Columbia, South Carolina with the business. We'd at actually, least in our heads. Yes, at least in our heads. I mean, we worked on our business plan that day, but we had actually committed to one another on the way out there that we would not sign up for anything no matter what. So, um, you know, it was, we will not sign up for anything, but we were so blown away by the, um, the content. We, we expected a three-day sales pitch. Uh, we got so much information uh, that we realized we could have left and started a business just like that. But once we realized how much this could accelerate the process, we've already done it the hard way. We didn't want to do it the hard way again. So yeah, we 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 signed up. We we released one another from that commitment. Well, I know you guys do a lot of things as a team, and that's pretty cool to hear. When I heard it at breakfast, it was a it was an interesting story. Like it, within just a couple of weeks, made the commitment, jumped on the, the plane, flew out there. And if you're listening right now, uh, Flip Hacking Live is October 14th, 15th, and 16th. It's in Orlando this year, not San Diego. Uh, it was virtual last year. It's in person this year. So uh, now is the cheapest the tickets will ever be. So if you're going to think about it in the summer, like Steve did, and procrastinate until three weeks before, it's probably going to be $1,000 <laughs> a ticket instead of like $400 a ticket. So just go to flippackinglive.com, get your ticket, and uh, we'll end the kind of um, the commercial there and find out what you guys have done since then. So what does the business look like today in 2021? And then I really want to make sure that we spend as much time, just like you said at Flip Hacking Live, is diving into the content because that's what's really important to the people that are out there is uh, mm -hmm. on this podcast. I want to make sure that we share some of the things and whatever you guys are comfortable sharing with. But you guys, I, I mean, you have greatly um, changed the game in your business on the exit strategies. And I really want to use uh, our time wisely there. So talk a little bit about where you guys are now in the business. And, um, and then we'll just jump into how you guys are selling your properties for so much. Right. Um, I think um, one of the things I would want to start out with is if I had any advice, it would it would be to say, keep your finger on the pulse of the market and adjust with the market because the market will tell you what to do. Uh, I, for so long, uh, people would say, what do you do? I'd say, we're wholesalers. They'd say, well, do you do this? No, we're wholesalers. Or what do you do that? No, we're wholesalers. And then you came along with the uh, hey, you need to try to raise $500,000 in 30 days. And I kept telling Casey, we don't need money. We're wholesalers. You know, you just put some on a contract, you sell the contract and you pick up, you know, the difference in between those two amounts and that's it. And you you walk away with the check. But we don't need to raise money because we're wholesalers. We began, we began to see opportunity um, in actually challenges. So we were consistently being beaten out. Um, on deals where we felt we had strong rapport, the follow-up was there. Um, the numbers to us made sense, 
Um, but we would be beaten out by sometimes $10,000, sometimes whatever. So anyway, we would, we were trying to figure out how are these others doing it? The crux of the matter is we realized we're going to have to adjust um, or this won't work. And so our adjustment was to actually uh, make higher offers on the selling side than we ordinarily would and capture it on the buying side. Um, the, it's clearly a seller's market. Our sellers know that. So, so why try to go against the flow? So we went, so we began to wholetail. Um, so we made really kind of three or four key adjustments in our business. One was we don't do all wholetailing. We would still love to wholesale, but the wholetailing has really been where the opportunity's been. So um, we began to wholetail on the day of closing. So I'll just kind of get to the brass tacks of what we do, and then you can interrupt us anytime you want. But on the day of closing, we put a for sale by owner sign in the yard immediately after closing. So every morning we have a disposition scrum. Uh, at nine o'clock, we meet and for 15, 30 minutes, everybody involved with dispositions. That actually helps us both sell higher and net more profit because everybody is on the same page about daily what is happening with this property. Um, the person who puts out the signs knows that day the closing is supposed to take place at one o'clock. He, he better have a, a sign in his truck and he will. So uh, he makes sure that the sign goes in the yard right away. We are adding a, a flip coming soon sign rider to those FISBO signs. Because what we began to realize after we got some calls was people would start telling us what all was wrong with the property and didn't understand we were fixing it up. People don't understand wholetail, so we just go with flip. So flip coming soon, but check your HOA and make sure that's not a violation. Hey, Casey, um, before you go on, I want to interrupt for a second. What is the, what does it, your sign look like? What does it say? Is it some special sign? What is it? It's crazy how simple it is. It's, it's just like the thing you could buy in uh, Walmart or Lowe's or Home Depot. We had our own made up where the number is printed on there by a sign company. Uh, they're, you know, they're white and red instead of red and white, but our number's on there in black printed and it's, it's, there's no copyright issue or anything like that. It just simply says for sale by owner with our number. And we've got a little space in there for a sign writer that says flip coming soon. Are they huge? Are they small, medium? I mean, these are the, these are the kind of like the details that people get okay. lost in a lot of times. And then, hey, if it's important, let me know. If not, you're just like, just get the sign in the yard. That's a, that's as far as I go usually is. Yeah. Stop overthinking it and just get the sign in the yard. Yeah, it's so easy to do. I mean, I, I forgot how much they cost, but they're fairly inexpensive to pick them up at one of those places I just mentioned. And they're like the 18 by 24 uh, inch yard signs. And uh, you just stick them in the yard, throw your marketing number on there, whatever number you're using. And uh, can I tell a story about Castlewood? Quickly. All right. We, we put a for sale by owner sign in the yard, a house we took down for, I think it was $68,000. Okay. The, the day or the day after we uh, put that sign in the yard, a real estate agent calls and says, I saw your for sale by owner. I've got somebody that's in the military. They're in Fort Carson, Colorado. They're transferring into Fort Jackson and they need a house. You know, what do you got? And I said, well, we're actually planning to paint, replace the carpet. There are a couple of things here and there, da, 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 da. And she said, well, when are you going to be able to sell it? I said, well, I'd sell it to you today, but I would sell it at a price that reflects we haven't done any work on it. And she said, well, what price would you sell it at with the work? I said, you know, I'm driving in my car, kind of driving for dollars at the time, actually. And, uh, 
she and I said, okay, $150,000. I'm thinking she's going to go away because I don't want to have to pay a realtor fee anyway. So she says, okay, let me, you know, kind of get inside. I said, yeah, we got a contractor's lockbox on it. Go in. So uh, we go in and she said, $150,000. I said, yes. So she comes back that day with an offer for $156,000 because she didn't want anybody else to get it. Right. Uh, so because we put the sign in the yard, a realtor comes along and we make an $88,000 gross profit on that property without ever marketing it to the first person, just because that fair for sale by owner. And if we had the time, I could tell you the one before that, the one after that, and the one after the one after that, that the FISBO sign generated the activity. We've got one we're closing on uh, probably next week, we'll, our gross profit is $106,000. And we sold it with a FISBO sign in the yard without ever marketing it. That actually ties into one of the things that's been very helpful is that we're buying many times from landlords. We'll go ahead and buy with the tenant in it, yep. let the lease run out. Uh, we, we're making some sort of money on the, the rent. We let the lease run out and then we wholetail it. That's opened up an opportunity for us because we did not have an, enough of a market here for buy and hold investors. So it, it gave us another exit strategy for those deals that were still good deals because in most situations, the landlord has kept the property up. Not all, but usually there aren't egregious issues with the property when we buy one from a landlord. And, so that gave us- And that's where the private money comes in that there's so much more flexibility with that. Like the one uh, that, that Casey was just references where that's, that'll be the biggest gross profit margin we've ever had on any property ever. Uh, and we were able to do it because we allowed a tired landlord to get out of the business. And we kept that tenant from November until May of this year. Uh, and we were able to do it because we took the house down. And we took it down with private money. So we highly recommend the 500K challenge. It has allowed us to have the ultimate control over the property. Um, not that we're control freaks. Sometimes that control means dollars. Uh, so even in some situations, like we had one where the lady had some emotional problems about leaving the house and her son had some um, had some medical issues. And so we would we would say, we'd like to come over, we'd like to have the inspector come over. I'll explain in a minute how that's helped us as well, but we'd like to have the inspector come over and uh, it was just never good. So we decided to take that down with private money. When we did, we immediately performed a clean out of the house and that one we were gonna wholesale. We immediately performed a clean out of the house and we shaped up the yard a little bit, then we showed it to our investors. And this is another key. Always check the most recent comps because the week prior to that showing, another house on the next street over had sold for a good bit higher. I printed off all of that information, sent it to the showing and we got an offer like 25 higher than what we expected. So, um, so up-to-date comps are very helpful. Private money, hugely helpful. Um, it lets us pick any exit strategy, and, and we always go into it with an exit strategy in mind, but it lets us change that strategy if opportunity arises, and it allows us to buy from tired landlords who have tenants who are soon nearing the end of a lease. We just did it with another one. Um, the lease will be up in September. We think we'll make about 25 on that one, 
and I don't think we'll put very much in it at all. Like when I say whole tail, some of these, we would call it putting lipstick on the pig. Um, you know, just a nice, nice Southern saying, but we, we just put lipstick on that thing and we're not even, it's not HGTV stuff because the buyers are so desperate for houses. Mm -hmm. Are you selling them uh, for cash only or are you getting loans on these houses? What does that look like? Our preference is, as anybody else would want, you know, for cash, if we can get it, uh, if not a conventional loan, and if not, we sort of back it down and hope that nobody wants to finance FHA, right? Yeah. Uh, or USDA or stuff like that. But we, uh, because we own it, uh, we can make sure that it, it complies with whatever the lending institution uh, or, you know, government backed agency requires for that. So it, it's that served us well. And, you know, when Casey says lipstick on a pig, one of the pigs we had, all we did was we pulled a dumpster out, 20 yard dumpster out in, in the front yard of the house, never spent a dime on it. We just started clean out and uh, we bought the house for $63,000 and sold it for 117000 Because there was a FISBO sign in the yard. Yep. Okay, so uh, so I, I, want, I want to make it clear for the people that are listening. Um, we just did one. I bought it for $110,000. We listed it for one sixty. dollars This house has uh, needs a pool liner replaced. It's got a pool in the backyard. Um, it needs, it's got a little bit of a leak around a sun a sunroof, uh, like, a, uh, I don't know, one of the lights in the house, one of the, you know, what are they called? Oh man, I've been out of this details for too long. Uh, skylight no or something? Yeah, skylight. Light. Thank you. Skylight. Yeah, it's got oh. a leak around there. It's got no carpet or flooring in the upstairs. It's just the plywood. Yeah. So it cannot be, it cannot get a loan right now. Right. We listed it for 160. It's under contract right now for 185, closes next week. So, and we've owned it for maybe four weeks now. And we put it up, cleaned it out, spent $1,500, put a dumpster, cleaned the house out, just got it cleaned up. 160 listed under contract for 185. There are realtors involved. I got to pay some realtor fees, but um, we'll net, I don't know, what's that, 110 to 185, maybe 70, 60, $65,000, 68,000, right. something yep. like that, where I thought I was going to get 150 or 160 for it. Right. And we were going to wholesale it. And we were making like, uh, there's a, we had a wholesale fee for $30,000. The guy didn't perform. And I said, I'll, I'll just buy it. Cause I know that I know the area. So mm -hmm. we're going to make double more than double what we would have made then, but just as a cash buyer, we would not be able to get financing. We just ha had to know that. And I, so we were going to list it <clears throat> worst case. The secondary exit strategy was we fix it up and we sell it for like two fifty instead of one sixty. So, and we put 40 grand into it. So we probably made more than we would if we flipped it, maybe about the same and in a lot less time. So that's an, there's multiple examples there. Uh, what are some other tips? So, uh, Raise private money I have right now. Creative right. solutions. So you're providing like creative different exit strategies. Maybe you'll hold a house for a little bit longer. You'll work the money costs in. You've benefited obviously from a market changing from October 2020 to now um, on some of these houses, which is good. There's upside. There's also potential risk and downside for some people um, if you hold it too long and the market changes a bit. Um, I personally don't see that happening. If it does, it's probably slight just flattening, uh, but there's no inventory right now at all. Realtors are driving for dollars in neighborhoods themselves. So they're seeing your for sale by owner signs. They're driving around looking for houses for their clients because there are none. And they've been beaten out by 20 other people on every single house. So now they're going out and calling. And that's why that realtor gave you $6,000 more. 
So yep. those are three great tips. Like what else are you guys doing? So we're making friends with those realtors who call us. So it doesn't matter, you know, when he got the contract for 156, we still kept the sign in the yard. Um, and what we did was we squeeze all the juice from that lemon that we can from the members, people who want to live there and are looking for houses. We, we collect that information. Um, and realtors, we say, hey, if you want access to deals that may never even hit the market, sign up on our buyers list. We can email them specifically. Leaving that sign in the yard, though, I wanted to mention has also helped us identify neighborhoods that we maybe already thought were hot. But in one, it, that was a sleeper for us. We did not see that one coming. That, that neighborhood, we continue to get calls about um, houses. Do we have other houses in that neighborhood? So we will actually isolate that neighborhood um, for a marketing campaign. And, and we will consider offers even higher than what we might normally consider because we know that it would support it, that we've got basically a waiting list. And I'm also starting to keep a list of retail buyers who call, I usually take the disposition calls. If what we have is already sold, then I say, tell me what you're looking for. And I get all that information so that when Steve goes out, I can say, we've got these people looking for this. If it's a something he might ordinarily say, the numbers are just too tight, or I don't think we can wholesale it because it's so close to retail. Now we've got a list of retail buyers who are interested. And we might say then to our seller, would you consider letting us put it, on, put it under contract for a week? And then if we find you a buyer, whatever, you know, we can just adapt uh, based mm. on whatever is needed. Um, we also can market those. Many times we don't get an opportunity. That's how much the FISBO sign helps, but we can market those same things on Zillow. Uh, and we'll just say, you know, if there's a buy now price and a buy later price, we just kind of tell them that, that there's that, that as the work continues, the price increases. In the example with the soldier and the 156 offer, we went ahead and completed the work. We described what we were going to do and completed the work. But in the other one he described, they wanted it just like that. So we save all the all the labor costs. We made as much as we would have made flipping it, mm -hmm. perhaps more. So um, I want to talk about Zillow and Facebook Marketplace because you guys use these two um, a lot from the yes. sounds of it of our conversations. So in Zillow, do you wait till you, you purchase the house? So it goes up on Zillow the same time it would with a sign in the yard or are you using that when you don't own the property like a wholesale also? So we're, we're careful. Um, we try to exercise some caution. Steve is a licensed realtor and our MLS is not maybe as open as some others to some of these ideas. So we wait until we own it. That was another reason for us that it helps to take it down. Um, but we, we do market it. I put a lot of sort of screening things there. Of course, people don't half read it, um, but still you're, you're collecting all kinds of information. Realtors have been looking, excuse me, on Zillow and responding to those ads. So we still collect that information from them. But um, Facebook Marketplace and Facebook in general, that has just been incredible for us. Talk about free advertising and getting it out to so many people. So we actually have a spreadsheet um, of about 144 area groups. Now, this is just Columbia, South Carolina. What's our population? Uh, we're less than a million in our uh, uh, MSA. Uh, and if I could sign up for more, I would. I just don't have the time. But in those, so we, I basically create one ad 
Um, and then I asked someone to go in and take a look at those groups. It's in two sections, groups with rules and groups without rules. We immediately go to the groups without rules so we can get them out faster. Uh, and then the groups with rules, we just kind of have to pick and choose. Perhaps the rule is you can only post for sale items on a Monday. So then we just, we have, we have a VA or an assistant do that. We get so many responses. But in addition to selling properties that way, I get lots of investors. Investors we never see at RIA meetups. Um, and so in, in another effort to squeeze all we can out from that opportunity, I have shortcuts in my phone or on my computer that say, hey, are you an investor? If so, you might want to sign up for a buyer's list. That's where we've gotten a lot of our serious mm -hmm. flippers. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I got so many questions here and I'm sure everybody listening, somebody might have just like crashed into the median. So 144 area groups. So I want to get a couple examples of those so people can okay. know what to look for. And then after that, I want to ask you what you're talking about, about a shortcut in your phone. Okay. All right. So um, we live in Columbia, but there are all these little suburbs, suburbs outside of Columbia. So it might be for sale, free, or wanted, Columbia, South Carolina. Um, for sale, free, or wanted, Lake Murray, South Carolina. Um, real estate for sale. I do make sure that if it's run by a realtor, that I am only posting it if we own it. <laughs> You just, we just we're very careful there. And I also make sure that we honor all the rules they have about their group. I don't want to cause any issues with relationships there. Um, gosh, um, trade or free. What, um, yeah. So there's like, some, there's like some borrow groups, like come pick this stuff up. Like, yes, yes, yes. Stuff, like all these things, like the right. where all the hoarders are, where the scavenger folks go yes. for yeah, buy yeah. stuff, where we're selling things. Um, so face list is another one. And if you look, Facebook will actually begin to suggest groups. So there is a there's, you know, we have the people button and the, the three lines for where you can get to all the options down there at the bottom on your phone. There's also another one that's for groups. And Facebook will, you know, kind of suggest, well, if you like this one, you probably like this one. That's how we got to 144. And I want to encourage people to don't stop with just your metro area. We've gotten investors and, and even some of the retail public who are wanting to move here from some of the more rural areas that are right outside of Columbia. Mm. Um, we got one serious investor that looked at a Hobbit house, you know, and they were from two hours away. Um, and we get a lot of a lot of people interested in just purchasing for a, a home to live in. Okay, one more question before we move to the shortcuts. How are you answering all of those comments, posts, face messages, all that stuff? Are you doing it yourself? Do you have a system? What does that look like? So I'm answering that. I am developing uh, a guide so someone can help me with it. What I began to realize is most of the questions are the same. Um, there is almost like a compulsion that people have to hit. Is that available? Is this available? So I have the shortcut in my phone. And if you go into, if it's, I know Android does this, but I don't know how to get to it. But in an iPhone, you just go to, to general and keyboard and somewhere in there after settings, somewhere in there is a place where you can click text replacement or keyboard replacement. And I just say, yes, R, Y-E-S-A-R-E. And the response, I just type that little thing and the response they get is, yes, it is available. Are you pre-approved for financing or are you a cash buyer? And, and then I'll say, you know, I have to ask, sometimes people don't see that in the ad because some people were offended by that. Um, and usually it goes silent after that and I don't need to worry about it anymore. But then when they begin to engage, then I have a few more shortcuts for the address of the house. But we do not ever give the address of the property in the Facebook advertising. That's, that's one thing. 
Do you put the street? What do you do? What does that look like? I pick a nearby cross street. Um, and usually people don't have issue once I say that I'm doing that to, you know, protect. We've got these empty properties many times with supplies in them. Mm -hmm. um, and usually people don't have an issue with that. So, okay. So I, hopefully everybody caught this. And maybe I'm just, I don't know, maybe I'm just behind the times. I had no idea that I could type in like five letters and I could get a whole paragraph that, that responds because... I usually write the same thing a lot for certain things, right. just like you talked about. That was, I love hosting this podcast because I get tips like this that I can, that's going to be, that's going to save me tons of time. And my thumb won't have as much carpal tunnel as it currently does. So, so uh, thank you for that. that. That same feature that exists on a phone exists in a program called text replacement that you can get for at least a Windows computer. I'm not sure about a Mac. I think it's compatible with Mac. But we're beginning to build that for our company, but we'll be able to share shortcuts. So, you know, the, the typical form responders we might have for someone who emails us about something, we'll be able to share those things in the company. If somebody's out for a day, here it is. But it's, it's drastically reduced the amount of time we spend inventing stuff. One tip, start those things with the letter X. Yes. Because... Uh, it's intuitive, so it'll it'll want to start filling something in, it's filling in a word or filling in something else. You start with X. There are so few letter, so few words that start with the letter X. It's a great one to start. So I type in if I try to call somebody that's a Z buyer lead or needs to sell my home fast or whatever, and they don't answer, I automatically send them an email. I type X E M and into a uh, an email, a blank email, and it fills out a four paragraph uh, uh, response. It says, hey, thank you so much for your interest. <laughs> here's who we are. Here's what we do. Uh, if you're interested in selling your house, we're interested in buying it. Da, 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 yakety smackety. You can customize tried to, it. Tried to call you, couldn't get through to you. You know, here's uh, uh, information about our company, and we attach a, a credibility packet to it and say, hope to talk to you soon. All right, that that right there is worth the price of admission for me for this podcast. This is a game changer. It's um, my thumbs are thanking me as we speak. This is awesome. Yeah. Uh, okay, what what have we left out? So, I, 144 area group shortcuts. Uh, you talked about learning the market through calls and traffic. So, um, if you're getting a ton of calls from an area, then you're going to go saturate that area. Maybe drive for dollars in there. Maybe go door knocking. Maybe hit that really hard with your marketing. Um, all kinds of things like that. You ha could have a neighborhood that you didn't even realize was as hot as it is and you can pay more. So I love that, like learning all of that stuff through um, the demand that's out there, right? I talk a lot about supply and demand on the videos and the events that we have. And the supply is really low right now. And when the demand's really high in an area, we can pay more. So just like we talked about previously on the podcast, you might have to raise your, raise your price a bit, but your exit strategy is making sure that that's dialed in. You can even make more on the back end. You can pay 10 grand more if you're making 20 more on the backside. So that's been our experience. Uh, and uh, one, one other thing we have done, like this one particular uh, neighborhood where we found we sold one house. It's the only one we had, but we could have sold 15 in that neighborhood if we'd had them. Mm -hmm. uh, we went back and said, okay, let's let's draw a circle around that. Let's do the equivalent of EDDM there. Let's send a postcard to everybody in that neighborhood, see if anybody else is, is interested in selling. And we got another lead out of that mm. just by contacting everybody in that neighborhood. 
If you're um, listening, EDDM is Every Door Direct Mail. So if you, if right. you were like, what is that? Uh, Every Door Direct Mail, it's an opportunity that you could uh, right. use through the Postal Service. It's funny that P- the USPS is now uh, spending money on sponsored ads on Facebook and targeting me to, to do direct yeah. mail. Like, when, <laughs> yeah. when the Postal yeah. Service is spending money on Facebook ads, it's getting a little crazy. Yeah. And the, if your direct mail uh, numbers don't work, EDDM is a is a is a subsidy. It's much more expensive, uh, but you're targeting maybe a few dozen or you know just a, a couple of hundred houses in a very uh, clearly defined uh, neighborhood. Yeah, so Steve says it's more expensive. It's cheaper to send the mail, but you have to send it to every door. So it's more, you hit a lot more than a targeted list that might only have 10 houses from a neighborhood instead of all, you know, thousand houses in those neighborhoods or that zip code or something. So uh, just something to look into is another option. Casey, also, I think we cut you off a couple of times. Oh, no, that's okay. We, we've been wanting to get Steve out of uh, retail real estate. Um, and it's crazy. This has been his best year ever. Uh, we keep trying to get him out. We pulled all his advertising. We shut down his website. But, you know, some of these um, some of these leads turn into really just a retail real estate lead. But he did not have a lot of time to deal with these. So we began experimenting, thinking, hey, this market is hot. So we do limited showings. Uh, we talk with our sellers and say, you know, you don't have to take any offer, but we're going to do uh, a, we propose a limited showing. And so he has them. Uh, show the property for maybe a four-hour slot on a Friday and a four-hour slot on a Saturday, and that's it. All offers due by Monday at five, and then, you know, he's only got three, four days tied up with this, Um, and what we found to be incredibly helpful is if it's open without appointments so that people show up at other times, other buyers are showing up, and there's a little bit of a fear of missing out there, so it was really interesting to watch um, the very first one we did, it was a couple with a house on the lake, obviously lake property desirable, uh, but it, it needed some work. And uh, we did not have um, set showing times. I mean, as far within the limited time we were showing it. Oh, and we did also put it out on Zillow and the 144 groups. And um, goodness, the, the responses that I don't know how many people you had show up for a house that was in a 600 something thousand yeah. dollar it's the biggest mistake that I ever made. Uh, we went to this lady's house. It was a, it was a, you know, I want a cash offer from my house. We negotiated, we talked, you know, I said, well, we can offer you $480,000 for your house. And uh, she said, no, we got to have uh, 525 or 515 or whatever. And I'm thinking, okay, yeah. So we come up to 500,000. She says, no, we've got to walk away with 525. And I said, just can't do it. I said, tell you what, though, let's list this thing on the MLS and you don't want to walk away at 525. Let's list it at 600,000. We've got room to back down a little bit and you, you know, you still pay the commission, you know, do a few repairs. You do this, do that. And you walk, still walk away with your 525 because we're trying to figure out if you're paying for a lead, why not try to monetize it mm-hmm. in another way if you can't do it your, your primary way? And they said, oh, we don't want to list on the MLS. So that's where Casey is saying, we listed it for a four-hour period. You could come and show this thing for four hours. That's it. Give us your highest and best by the, you know, this was a Saturday morning, 10 to 2 thing. Give us your highest and best by Monday. Uh, we sold it. We listed it. We had a contract for $670,000 on that thing before it was over. 
I could have paid another $25,000 on that thing and made $170,000. But I just, you know, I, I'm not a, a lake expert. This had 200 feet of uh, waterfront and a private dock, which is, you know, like solid gold around here. So anyway, but we still were able to monetize it a little bit and uh, things worked out. And, you know, Casey kind of picked up on that. So, well, let's do this on some other things. So we've done it on some other things. It's worked out pretty well. It's reduced the amount of time he has to spend doing it, which has helped a lot. All right. We saw mm -hmm. one that we put on the MLS, but I'm sorry. Go but ahead. <laughs> you guys, you're going to have, look, we got dozens of stories, right? I know. <laughs> and, and it's just proof the fact that we're in a market right now that we have to really understand. Steve kind of yes. opened up the show with, if you, you got to understand the market, you got to have the pulse of that market, right? And then, and then Casey's mentioned a lot of the different tactics and, and tips and tricks. And I know that you guys have like a list of things. So let me ask you this. I, I, I've got to wrap this up because I have another uh, episode to record. I have some uh, meetings and stuff, our L10. But let me ask you, would you guys be, I know you have a lot more stuff that you guys do. Um, how would you feel about speaking at our seven-figure flipping accelerator um, next month and talk about this topic because I feel like we have a lot deeper to go and we need more time. Um, would you guys do that? Like prepare sure. a presentation, give the goods. Absolutely. We'd be happy. To okay, do. good. I'm going to put you on the spot, like on the show live. So um, <laughs> nobody's watching this right now. Obviously, I don't love to edit stuff, but I'm glad you said yes. So because I'm sitting here like taking notes, learning from you guys. What is your so? And, and I'll talk about the accelerator in a little bit. And it's it's 100 free. If you're listening to this. I hope that you guys all attend. It's uh, two days where we put together. We did it last year for the first time. We're going to do it again this year. It's like three months before Flip Hacking Live. So it's like leading up to that. Um, we do a lot of kind of revamp everybody, get them uh, re-energized, motivated, refreshed, ready to go into Flip Hacking Live, kind of already charged up and amped up. So hopefully you guys will attend. I'll tell you how you can sign up. It's 100% free. We'll put the link in the, in the uh, comments too. And it's going to be great. We're going to have a lot of the industry experts that come and speak at the at the event to over you know two kind of like half days. We'll set up on a Friday and Saturday, and uh, you've got to come. So um, I'll have you guys come. We'll we'll dive deeper there because I know that we talked pre-show. You guys have a lot of other stuff that you guys are doing, and we'll maybe we can talk you guys into showing some examples, showing the posts, like have a presentation, all this stuff. It'd be really cool to see what your Facebook post looks like. Maybe a a couple of the different things. Give you some time to prep. I'll give you some questions. Uh, I think this is going to be an awesome presentation. We can go a lot deeper and figure out how to possibly double our profit on these houses. What has that done for your business? What is your uh, like last question? And then we'll wrap it up. What, um, how has that changed? Like, I know we talked about some of your numbers. What do your numbers look like now? Like then and now? Well, we've, we've doubled the, uh, the gross profit uh, almost. The last year, our, our gross profit was about $20,000 a deal. This year is $38,689 per deal. Uh, wow. And a lot of that has to do with being, have enough sense to be married to this brilliant woman to, to, to make sure we keep our, our finger on the pulse of this market and change with the market uh, instead of just saying, this is what we do. Well, what we do now is what the market tells us needs to be done in order to to maximize uh, our our involvement in it i think it's helped our business and that it's positioned us to actually um we hired a lead manager who is not lead intake she is working that database all the time and we have a shared 
uh, cell phone so that she can text on Steve's behalf. And so the, our follow-up is killer. Um, our, we're, we're getting deals from our drips. Um, and so, you know, he's dealing with the hottest, the hottest leads he's got at the time and everything else she's coming back and saying, you need to check in with this one now. You need to do, you know, take care of this. And yes, all that can be automated through Podio, but you get to a point where you wear so many hats, it's really helpful to have somebody who's doing it for you. Yeah, uh, doubling your, your profit. And when Steve says gross profit, uh, what he uh, what he means, I'm I'm assuming I don't want to put words in your mouth, but it's it's like not all the personnel costs and payroll right. expenses and things like that, marketing costs and stuff. But if you but I'm assuming that's after you're paying realtor fees and and money costs and things like that, right? Or are you guys have to take money out of there too? Uh, we take that money out too. Our our gross profit is what we uh, bought it for, and then what we sold it for, because okay. those things can be zero. In one case, to you know, you lose money on another one. In another case, even though your gross profit may show ten thousand yep. dollars, maybe you spent twelve on it, right? Yep. I'm trying to find the uh, how they can sign up for this uh, this event. So we'll put we'll definitely put the link in the show notes. So okay. doubling your gross profit, I think that's probably a pretty good um, pretty good presentation to do at the accelerator, especially in today's market. So what exactly like? You know, you guys talked about Flip Hacking Live. We and the reason you joined the program was because we didn't really hold anything back. We're sharing a lot, uh, a lot more at an event that you you paid you know a couple hundred bucks to attend. And uh, obviously, you took the time, you flew out, you got a hotel room, all that stuff. So, but you know, this event I think is like no other event out there. We I really do put people on stage and make them if they're not willing to share openly about everything. I mean, even what you gave on this podcast is way more than what most people are sharing, and we're not you know. Uh, you're not selling anything. You're not selling a program about 144 different area groups on Facebook and all the different things that you did. And uh, obviously Apple's selling you shortcuts. So now I need to learn more about them. Um, but you talked about the 500K challenge, the ability to raise money. Um, so that's out there. You can go to 500kchallenge.com. Uh, what I liked is it's kind of like you guys actually do everything that we have. You come to the events, you show up, um, you, you, when you, you know, bought the challenge for a hundred bucks, you went out and actually did it right you did the homework assignments you did the videos all that stuff that you know most of it is just showing up and just doing it and committing to it um you know you talked about flip hacking live you guys had an option in 2018 three weeks before you could say go or no go right and you guys decided to go you made a pact to not join anything you saw value and then you, you broke the pact and you joined a seven figure uh, altitude then and you know since then you guys are laser coaches now so we last year we set up laser coaches for the runway program if you listen to this how would you love to be coached by Stephen Casey on all of these different things that they're doing as well as everything else in their business um, the runway program has been completely blessed like all those members uh, to be able to jump on a call with you guys anytime they want basically you know schedule a call jump on with you guys and I bet uh, you know more people aren't sh uh, should be utilizing that probably aren't you know, and I've watched some of your calls they're recorded. Other people can watch them in the group and learn also while not being the person who's coached one-on-one. -on -one. So that's our like one-on-one -on -one program inside the runway group. Um, and then, you know, seven figure altitude, you guys jumping in and just getting after it over the last three years. Um, and like, have you guys, uh, you said it took you 15 years to build a million dollar business. Have you guys built a million dollar business here? Yes, we will. We're on track to do that. Our, our measuring year was uh, October 1st. Uh, of last year till September 30th of this year, and we are on course. We've uh, we've got about $280,000 in pendings right now. If those things close out, uh, 
then then we will we could hit 1.2 million dollars in gross profit, but we'll hit over a million for sure. Even if awesome. I got to buy something myself and pay Casey the profit. <laughs> Good. I got a seven figure club uh, coin and plaque just waiting for you guys. So uh, I'm looking forward to handing that to you at Flip Packing Live in October. So um, yeah, I, I found it. It's uh, 7ff.sevenfigureflipping.com slash take action. So um, if you guys go to that, we'll put it in the show notes. We'll put it in anywhere you watch this, Facebook, uh, YouTube, anything like that. Uh, we'll put it in there. You guys can just click on it. Sign up for our seven figure flipping accelerator. It's the end of July. Um, I actually don't have the dates here. Let me look at it. Uh, it is July 23rd and 24th. So July 23rd and 24th. It's a Friday afternoon, Saturday morning, like we did last year. And um, I'm also giving some stuff away. So I've uh, partnered with, we're working on it right now. I think I can talk about it. If not, we'll just cut it out of there. But I uh, partnered with Lending Home on this to um, to do something special for you guys. We've, uh, we've got $5,000 that we're going to give away at the event. So not only can you come for free, but you also have the opportunity to win money. So you can actually walk away with more money in your pocket than you had before. We want to help some people get, get started, get their business started, or figure out a competition and how we do it. Uh, but we want to give away that money to some of the folks that are attending the event. If you show up, you play all out, you attend the event. Um, I'm going to find a way to figure out who's the best uh, five folks or so um, to give uh, $1,000 to to start their business. So that's my plan. And uh, Landing Home was gracious enough to, uh, to open up that opportunity for us, partner with us again. Um, sponsor the event so we can do something really cool. So not only can you sign up for free, but you also have the opportunity to win money. You're going to have to show up. You're going to have to be present. You're going to have to play all out. You're going to have to do the things that Steve and Casey are doing to grow their business because then we know if we send you the money, it's going to be, you're going to get after it. You're going to take it and you're going to, you could grow. You know, Steve and Casey came in 2018, never done a deal before, million dollar business now, right? Um, that could be you. Show up to Flip Hacking Live, show up to our accelerator. Just come check it out and actually do what we what we say. If you do what you if you do what other people are doing to be successful, you'll be successful. So, um, sure. thanks guys for coming out. It's absolutely amazing. Uh, I learn something every time I talk to you. I have shortcuts like highlighted and and starred on my paper right here. It's a huge one. And all these Facebook groups, we're gonna we're gonna start doing that stuff and signs in the yard. I used to put signs in the yard and I stopped doing it. And I don't know why. Like it doesn't make. We just it. I, I don't know why I don't do that anymore. So um, I'm going to take some of this stuff, put it into action. You guys probably just helped me make another $100,000 this year at least. So thank you very much for everything that you do for me, the community, and everybody out there. We love you guys. And uh, we'll see you, I don't know, in a month now. Um, thanks for doing that. This is going to be fun. Thanks I think for having us. Love you too. Thanks for giving us the opportunity to hang out with you. Yeah, absolutely. I wish we could talk more. Uh, we can just go on and on and on. I know. Uh, we had like a two hour breakfast and I didn't want to leave. So, uh, Steve, Casey, thank you guys so much. If you guys are listening to this still go sign up for the accelerator. It's free. It's, it's your next best step. Uh, 500 K challenge is another option for you, especially with Steve and Casey, they raise the money. They can wholesale deals. Just try to figure out what's next for you. And, uh, if we can help you, um, we'd love to be a part of it. A part of your journey. You guys listen to this podcast. We'd love to, to help you with the next step and come hang out with us. Folks like Steve and Casey and everybody else that shows up on the podcast at our events. Flip Hacking Live, even our virtual experiences here in July at the Accelerator. So 7ff.7figureflipping.com slash take action. And uh, I'll see you guys at the 7-Figure uh, Flipping Accelerator in July. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. Thanks. Bye.